guys. This is Kevin. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I want to ask you a question. I don't have a lot of time today, but it's something that has just been on my mind a lot lately. I think it's a really critical question that you've probably heard a hundred times, especially, you know, if you've been in church much, been a Christian long, um, people are bound to to talk about this and, and maybe you feel feel guilty about it. But But I got to ask it anyways. Guys, how is your prayer life? So prayer for guys. I, I know a lot of ladies who, who pray really faithfully, really regularly, um, you know, moms in touch prayer groups and that, that sort of thing. And, and, I, and that's awesome. I'm glad that they do. But I don't know as many men who have a passion for doing war in prayer. And guys, I really believe that we're called to be soldiers of prayer. You know, I've enjoy going through the Gospels and just looking at how many times Jesus himself um, just needed to get away and, and to pray. I mean, it was just a regular habit in his life where he would go out in the middle of nowhere, go out in the dark, go out in the desert in the wilderness places and just get alone with his father and, and just seek his father's heart. And uh, of course, it's no surprise that on the very last night of his life um, before the crucifixion, he did the same thing, only some, he did something different that night than he normally did. He took his closest friends with him. He, he invited them to come and participate in this incredible moment. Uh, in Matthew twenty six thirty eight, he tells his three closest friends, he says, guys, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow. And just look at the transparency there. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Keep watch. It's an interesting term, isn't it? Um, just the, a chapter later, we're told that the, uh, the Roman uh, soldiers kept watch, same terms, kept watch over Jesus as he, as he was dying. It was, it's, it's, the, it's, a, it's a soldier term. It's a, it's a guardian term. It's, hey, you've been given responsibility. You need to stay focused and alert. But there's something else here. He's Jesus is inviting them to keep watch with me. He's like, I need to get focused, so I need to get near the Father. And I want you to do the same thing. Stunningly, on this incredible moment, these three men, only an hour later, were sawn logs. Jesus came back and found them sleeping. And um, he wakes them up and he tries it again, but they're just sleepy. They can't stay awake for an hour to pray. They just don't see it. They don't see their job is to keep watch, to keep alert, to stay focused on the king. And, and I, I just wonder, you know, what's it going to take to wake me up, to, to wake me out of my sleepiness? I, I'm, I'm just like you guys. I get sleepy during prayer sometimes. And I think part of that is Especially if I'm, I'm, you know, sitting, I don't know, in a church or something where they're, they're praying on and, and, and they just seem to be going through a list of give me this or give me that. That's, that type of prayer puts me to sleep real quick. Uh, but these same disciples, just a few weeks later, there is a transformation that had happened in their lives. These same guys were told in, in the very first chapter of Acts that they were... They went upstairs to the room 
they're staring the up this up this same perhaps the same upper room where they had the last supper and it says they all joined together constantly in prayer something had radically reshaped them and now they were ready they were willing they were eager they were they were like i need this prayer i now i see what he was talking about i see the importance the urgency of it and so they had learned how to keep watch without falling asleep and guys, I just, I want to, I want to ask you, has that transformation happened in you yet? And if it hasn't, what's it going to take? Guys, this has been an extraordinary year. And you guys know it as well as I do that there's the, 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 the wheels are coming off. And I think it's going to just get much more intense. We got to stay alert. Keep Watch in prayer. The uh, passage that I come to again and again when I'm just thinking about um, my appetite for prayer is Psalm 42. I know you've heard it a million times. Let me read it again. As the deer, the deer, pants for streams of water, that's how my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Guys, I want to just challenge you right now to just kind of take a take a moment to reevaluate where you've been with the King. He's asked us to stay focused on Him. And it's so easy to get distracted or tired or just, um, you know, just disinterested in the things of the king. But your, when your thirst is so compelling that you're like a deer who's panting for streams of water, that's the type of urgency that he wants us to cultivate in our prayers. So some of you may know that um, uh, a week ago, um, I invited a bunch of my friends um, and some people I didn't know uh, up onto um, a mountain to pray for an hour. I sent out invitations to, I don't know, 100, um, maybe 200 people, and um, about 25 came, which was really um, thrilling to me. Um, this is guys from about eight or 10 different churches and um, guys from all across the city, different denominations. And I just, I told them that all I wanted to do was just pray. There's no political overtones, no, uh, no agenda. We just, I said, we just need to seek God for our city, for the churches of the city. And so there we stood. And uh, the interesting thing was um, I had prayed uh, about the date and God I felt like God led me to to choose a particular date, a particular time. And all week long, I was watching the forecast and uh, the forecast was not looking good. So I was praying. I was saying, God, you know, and I sent a prayer request to the guys. I said, guys, we're going to get up here and pray, but it, it, the storm, stormy weather is not looking good. Well, you know, I, I in my heart, I was thinking, you know what? I think God's just going to, he's going to just show up and just, just push the clouds away. I've seen him do that before and just push storms out of the, out of the way. And uh, I was expecting that. You know what we found? 
I think God reserved the absolute worst weather of the entire month for that particular hour. It was, the rain was pouring down. We were soaking wet. The wind was just howling 30, 40 miles an hour. We were all just shivering and freezing, you know, soaked to the bone. And I stood there thinking, God, did I make a mistake? Did I screw up? I've invited all these guys. Half of them might get pneumonia. And here we are praying. And, and what's going on? And uh, I'll have to tell you, I struggled with that. But I came away with a different picture. A, a picture that, guys, prayer is not comfortable. It was never meant to be. When Jesus was praying the night before he died, and if you read John 17, you realize he wasn't just praying for himself. He was praying for you that very night. He was praying for you. Go read it in John 17. When he was seeking God, it was not comfortable. It was a storm. It was a battle. It was painful. Now, I'm not saying that all prayer has to be painful. That's not what I'm saying. But uh, guys, what I'm saying is that God is calling you men. I know your wives might be women of prayer. I Bless their hearts. I hope they are. My, I know my wife is. She, she prays circles around me. Trust me. But I believe that God has given guys a specific responsibility to pray like soldiers, to pray like men who have been commissioned by their commanding officer to stationed at, at wherever place God has stationed you. And he says, keep watch, seek him, seek him when it's painful, seek him in season and out. Guys, I want to just leave this with you. The king has come to your house. He's inviting you to come with him as he intercedes for the world. The most extraordinary privilege you can imagine. So he is inviting you into his workshop where he is building and crafting and, and, and doing amazing stuff in this world. He's invited you to come alongside and be a part of that. Guys, don't miss the opportunity. Carve out the time. Seek Him. Seek the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind. Let's pray. King, I know that I've got so much more to learn about prayer. I've got to learn about interceding for others instead of just praying for my own needs. I've got to learn about staying with it even when I get tired. I've got to learn about just drawing near to you and finding all of my thirst satisfied in your presence, like a deer just drinking a cool stream. Lord, I want that type of prayer to transform me. I want it to transform me like the prayer that transformed the disciples when they finally figured it out and they realized that just gathering together, uniting together, locking arms and seeking you constantly, that that was urgent. God, Lord God, I, I know that it's, it's no less urgent today for me and for my brothers listening to me right now. And so, God, I pray that you would help us. You would bring into our lives other men who will lock arms with us, men who also see the urgency of the hour and who want to seek your face. Lord God, make us men. Make us warriors of prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Only you can do that. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen.